Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, one and all. Welcome back to Formula E Byte, the podcast that brings you Formula E updates in bite-sized chunks. It's good to be back. It's very good to be back. And you know what? Formula E Season 9 is here. Generation 3 is here. We'll be looking at what's changed, what is different about the Generation 3 car, what teams are competing this season and who is driving for them. And we'll look ahead to the upcoming Mexico City E-Prix this weekend, 14th of January. But first, let's remind ourselves of how Season 8 finished before we get on to Season 9. There were 24 drivers that took part at various points across Season 8. So in 24th place, Fenestras, 23rd, Giovinazzi, 22nd, Nato, 21st, Tictum, 20th, Seti Kamara, 19th was Gunter, 18th, Oliver Turvey, 17th, Sims, 16th, Askew, Buemi was 15th, Roland was 14th, Bird finished 13th, Lotterer in 12th, Cassidy in 11th and into the top 10. 10th was Verline, 9th was De Vries, 8th De Costa, 7th Frines, 6th was Dennis, and so the top 5 with 126 points was Degrassi in 5th, Verne was 4th with 144 points, 3rd was Mortara with 169, Evans came 2nd with 180, and the championship was won with 213 points by Stoffel van Dorn. So that was the drivers, but what about the teams? Well, 11 teams took part last season. 11th was Dragon Penske, 10th was Neo, 9th was Nissan, 8th was Mahindra, 7th was Porsche, 6th was Andretti, 5th Envision, 4th Jaguar, and the top three, DS Chichita, finished 3rd with 266 points. One place above Tachita was Rocket Vontary with 295 and the team's champion was Mercedes with 319 points. Keeping then with the teams and the drivers, let's look at who's in for Season 9 in terms of the teams and their lineups. Jaguar are back with the same lineup of Bird and Evans. Neo are back with Tictum and Seti Camera, who replaces Oliver Turvey. Nissan is back with Norman Natto, who returns after a year away from the sport. He'll be driving alongside Sasha Finestras. They replace last year's lineup of Gunter and Buemi. Avalanche and Retti return, lining up with Lotterer and Dennis. Lotterer has come over from Porsche to replace Askew. Envision lineup with Buemi and Cassidy. Buemi replaces Fryens from last year. Mahindra have Roland again with Degrassi coming in to replace Sims. Porsche keep Verline but bring in De Costa from Tachita to replace Lotterer. And ABT returns to the sport but they are not partnering with Aldi this time as they did previously. The team is now partnered with Cupra and they are using the Mahindra powertrain. They line up with Muller and Frines. DS returns, but without Tachita and without Da Costa. DS are now partnering with Penske. They retain Vern, and he 
is partnering with last year's champion Stoffel van Dorn. Rocket Vonturi have been replaced by Maserati with a lineup of Mortara and Gunter. Last year, Rocket had Mortara and uh, Degrassi. And finally, there is no Mercedes this year. Last year's uh, season's champions have been replaced by McLaren, who line up with Rene Rast, making his return, and Jake Hughes. So no return this season for fan favourite uh, Mercedes driver Nick DeVries, who is racing in Formula One this season instead. There have also been a number of changes to the race day format and EPRI, but let's save that. We'll cover that in the next episode when we review the Mexico EPRI, because it, it just makes a, a bit more sense to talk through the, the race day as a whole and uh, how it's working this year compared to before. Now, though, let's speak a bit about the Generation 3 car and visually... It looks awesome, by the way. It, it looks really cool. I think it looks a lot better than Generation 2. And I liked Generation 2. I thought I thought that looked good. But I really, I really like the look of the Generation 3 car. And the technical aspects are much improved as well. It now has a top speed of 200 miles per hour or 322 kilometers per hour, which is 16 miles per hour faster than Generation 2. It has uh, now got front and rear powertrains for the first time, with the front providing 250 kilowatts of power and the rear 350, so a total of 600 kilowatts of power, which is 100 kilowatts more than the Generation 2 car. Generation 3's car is also able to regenerate a lot more energy, up to 40% of the energy used during the race. Uh, is expected to come from regenerative braking uh, during the race, which is helped by the fact that hydraulic brakes, they're gone. They're gone. They've been replaced um, by that front powertrain. The Generation 3 car is also 60 kilograms lighter than the previous generation. So, all in all, I think it's fair to say we can expect a fast season. I, I really do. I think these cars are they're going to be a lot of fun. I would also expect as well just because of the way that they're set up that energy strategy will play much more of a role this season than in previous ones, which again is going to be interesting to see. Right then, let's get on to the first E-Prix of the season. Round 1 will be the Mexico City E-Prix. Friday the 13th we'll have a free practice session and then on the Saturday we have uh, qualifying and the EPRI itself. Mexico for, for an EPRI is, is a lot of fun. I, I've enjoyed all of the ones in Mexico so far. The highest above sea level, 2,250 metres above sea level, which is fun, but it really is an exciting track. Um, you have that amazing stadium section You've got that technical sequence on the run-up to it. You've got a couple of fast turns in there. It's it's great. There's always there's always a great roar from that stadium section as as the drivers come through. So uh, yeah, a, a great start to the season, uh, I feel. But what about some of the previous results? Well, this is the seventh visit of Formula E to Mexico. In the past, drivers that that are still knocking around today 
that have done well. We've had Buemi on, on the podium uh, several times. He's picked up fastest lap before. Jean-Eric Verne, uh, De Costa, Degrassi, Bird, they've, they've all been on podiums before. Mahindra has done well here in the past as well. Verline picked up pole uh, for Mahindra and fastest lap for Mahindra in, in uh, 2019. And he, he got pole last year as well for Porsche this time. So I don't want to get ahead of myself for the for the podium prediction, but tempted to, to stick Verline in there. Porsche did very well here last year in, in 2022. It was a, a one-two finish for, for Verline and Lotterer with uh, Verne making up the third spot on the podium. Okay, so now it is time to do the podium prediction. This is the part of the show where... I'll pick three drivers that I think will be on the podium uh, this weekend. Now, with the new generation of cars coming in, so much of the the pack seems reshuffled as well in terms of the teams and the drivers, the powertrains being used. It's hard it's hard to say at this stage exactly who's going to perform strongest. I have a few inklings, but I think I'm going to base these predictions based on the driver's previous performances rather than how I think the uh, the teams might perform, if that makes sense. So, for example, my first pick, it, it is going to be Degrassi. He's won here twice, and I'm excited to see how he's going to do at Mahindra, who have done well on, on this circuit in the past. So Degrassi's going to be pick number one, and similarly... I'm going to go for Da Costa. Da Costa's done well here before with uh, DS to Cheetah. Now he's at Porsche. I'm really excited to see how he gets on at Porsche. I think that could be quite a nice match. Porsche, as I said, did well here last season. Different car, of course, Generation 3 now, but strategy was managed well. So Da Costa's going to be pick number two. And then I'm going to go, because it wouldn't be a podium prediction if I didn't put Sam Bird in there somewhere. So... Also going for Bird. He's he's been at Jaguar a few seasons now. And, and I just like him. So there we go. He's going to go in. So we're going to go for Bird, De Costa and Degrassi for the podium prediction. And we'll see how wrong I was in the next episode. So that wraps up our introduction to the season. We'll be back next week in the next episode with a roundup of what happened in Mexico, specifically in the in the Ebre, not just what's happened in the whole of Mexico over the, the last week. That would that would take forever, so we're, we're not going to bother. We'll just focus on Formula E. I will leave a link in the show notes, the description for this episode, with uh, a link so you can find out how to watch the racing where wherever you are. You've just got to follow the link and... Uh, takes you to the Formula E website, just put in your location, it will tell you. Make sure you are subscribed so that when that next episode comes out, you can listen to it right away and enjoy the racing. I'll see you next time.